What is up? Welcome back to Project Freelance. You guys, I'm so excited for this episode. Today on the podcast, I am talking with my friend Ryan Tuck O'Leary from Fit for a King. This guy is a bassist. He also recently just launched a website with his partner called FeaturedX.com where you can go and you can you can hire artists. You can hire uh, vocalists, guitarists, soon-to-be bassist drummers, all kinds of different artists to be featured on your band's songs. So if you guys are interested in that kind of stuff, definitely stick around and listen to this podcast. We will be talking about what it is, how it works, and how you can get involved if you're an artist and you want to be hired for features yourself. So definitely stick around for this episode. But before we get into it, I got to let you guys know a couple things. First of all, I need to thank our partner, Liquid Death Water. If you guys don't know what Liquid Death Water is, well, don't worry. I've got an ad coming for you in three, two, one. From the streams of the Austrian Alps comes a new kind of water. A water that is sure to raise you from your grave. If you're tired of buying cases of plastic water bottles that contain carcinogens and God knows what else, or if you're trying to lower your waste footprint, Liquid Death comes in beautifully rugged aluminum cans. Murder your thirst with a can of Liquid Death. Check the link in the description and use code just the letter K at checkout for 10% off your order. Liquid death. Murder your thirst. And the next thing I need to let you guys know about is that by the time you hear this podcast, actually coming out right now, my band Chasing Satellites has a new single called Split Part 2 coming out and I hope you guys enjoy it. Our hit single Split did so well that we had to continue this journey, this story on. So we have a Split Part 2 with the same rapper that is featured on Split 1, and I hope you guys enjoy it. Please go check it out. Check out the music video. I'll put links down in the description for it, and uh, if you guys want to get me to feature on one of your songs, you can hit me up on FeaturedX.com. Just look up Kay Anagonio, and you will find me, and then you can book me to do a feature on your song. I feel like I decay more every single day As the poison seeps into my And then the last thing I got to let you guys know about is that I joined a new band called Matriarchs. We are a hardcore band and we have a full length album called Year of the Rat coming out on October 16th. I hope you guys check that out. Uh, This is my first time that I'll be able to really go on tour with a full band that's already put together. Uh, If you guys don't know, Chasing Satellites is basically me and a writer and a producer and so we don't really have members right now but we are going to be working on that in the next year Uh, but for matriarchs we do have a full lineup and we already have some european tours booked so if you guys are over in europe we are going to be coming to see you so get ready for tour life and vlogs and all the good stuff and i've also figured out an idea where when i go on tour i'm going to perform but I'm also going to do content creation for the other bands on the tour to make extra money because 
I'm an entrepreneur. This is what I do. I have thoughts. I have ideas. And I like to implement those thoughts and ideas. So let's jump into this podcast. Tuck, can you please introduce yourself and what it is you do to the Project Freelance audience? Hi, my name is Tuck O'Leary. I play in the band Fit for a King. I play bass and do some singing. Um, I co-own the website FeaturedX.com, which is a platform where you can go and work with all of your favorite singers, whether it be Kay, whether it be Sleeping with Sirens, um, Silverstein, whole bunch of bands. I host a podcast called Get Tucked, the podcast that you can listen to on Apple or Spotify. And I also sing in a band called Off-Road Minivan out on Tooth and Nail. You can listen to our latest record, Swan Dive, that came out in March. So let's go back. Yeah. Tell me how you first got into music. What gave you the bug? Um, my friends, like my neighbor, you know, first of all, my parents have really good taste in music. So I listened to cool music as a kid. And then... Um, my uncle offered to start teaching me guitar when I was like 14, and I was starting to get into bands, but the biggest local band in our area was a, a little band called Coed in Cambria. Oh, little band. And my mother took me and a couple of my friends when I was in eighth grade to go see Coheed, um, headlining the Chance Theater in Poughkeepsie with just local support. And when they played the song Never Ender, it just hit me. I knew, like, I want to do this. This is the feeling I want. And I've just kind of chased it ever since. So that was, you know, I was just a little scene kid listening to, like, Thursday and Coheed and Glassjaw and AFI and all those kinds of bands. So I started singing in my own band. It was called Annandale. And then, you know, played in a few bands in high school, did the hardcore thing, did the scene thing, played in a three-piece, you know, Blink-182 style band. And then I eventually found myself in my first, like, real, like, metalcore scene band in the early 2000s. We were called The Last of Our Kind. There's some stuff on YouTube for those listening. Um, ended up getting kicked out of that band and starting a new band called visions there's some stuff out there there's a song called reality tech with um tay jardine from we are the in crowd um some cool stuff and then um after doing visions the singer of that band left to go and tour manage the band sworn in and thy art is murder and that's where he met fit for a king in even though after he quit our band, because we like almost got signed to a major label and then fucked up the showcase. Um, and then he quit. And then I talked a bunch of shit to him and told him he was an asshole. And then he helped me to make my life better by introducing me to Fit wow. King. So first of all, and, I want to yeah. just interrupt you real quick because the last of our kind. So I don't know if you remember the website mp3boo.com. Uh, I don't remember that <laughs> website. But it okay, so awesome. it was like a... It was like a uh, just a site that would, I guess it was like a torrent site back in the day. And so I would go on there to find new music because I was very into like album art. I've always been into album art. So I would listen to bands based off of the album cover on there. So yep. I remember finding a diamond in the rough and seeing the album art. And yep. I was like, oh my God, I got to check this band out and like absolutely fell in love with it. So kudos to you guys for having great album art. Every band out there marketing is well, important. Can't 
Can't take credit for that because, fun fact, I got kicked out of the band right before they went uh. and made that. Um, so me and the singer had major beef because he's a terrible garbage person. <laughs> and we, you know, I was the original bass player of the band. I was in it for a long time. And we we put together this group that really everyone was incredibly talented. I'll never take away the guy's talent. He's just morally mm. corrupt. But... Um, we, I'm still friends with quite a few people from that band, and we did really well locally. We had a really cool thing at the time when, like, if you wanted a little Memphis Mayfire, if you wanted a little Architects, we were kind of in yeah. there. Um, and that record that they made with Cameron Mizell, A Diamond in the Rough, is a really fucking cool yeah. record. I think it's very good, and I was certainly a jaded little <laughs> troll at the time um, because they did get signed and were able to... Um, start doing some things but the label they signed with was also um not great um this is i just talked about this in my last conversation today so it's gonna be on my podcast so fuck it yeah media scare records they were just i guess a dumpster fire for them and uh it stinks because those guys overall i did really want them to take off and i thought the band was very good so yeah that band was made in my parents basement that's where they practiced for the majority of wow. the career. And then once I was out of the band, they, you know, started to at Matt's house, the singer. But he or he played guitar and did the clean vocals. But he's still one of my really good friends. Like, I'm real tight with him. I'm real tight with the drummer. Um, I'm real tight with Will, the guitar player. So, you know, we still keep in touch. And they're actually working on a new project. And it's really really good that's exciting to hear uh so tell me about the first time you went on tour what was your first tour experience like for me personally (laughs) i was in a van and we didn't have a heat shield on the floor so we had holes burned in our socks Uh, we almost drove off a cliff um we slept in basements like the whole rigmarole of your first tour experience what what was yours like yeah i guess my first like real tour experience you know we'd go out and do some weekenders but my first real time going out for multiple days i can't remember which came let me think which came first um the first one was we went out and we played on a it was my band visions and we played on a that's outrageous my ticket home and casino madrid Mm. tour for like six days and yeah, our our van had heat, but it didn't have air conditioning. It was like one of those conversion vans. So like the back turned into a bed, but then pretty much no one else had anywhere else to sleep. Um, so that sucked ass. But yeah, that that was not the worst experience. But my first like bad, ex- bad but fun experience was we followed Warp Tour for like 10 days playing acoustic sets in the Keep Abreast tent selling dollar download cards to be able to get to you know enough money to the next spot and it was so hot and just taking showers in the rain and like just so brutal um and then i ended up doing it for two and a half summers anyway um but (laughs) (laughs) at least i got paid eventually but um yeah those were probably the first two like rough experiences but the my ticket home that's outrageous casino tour was fucking cool like us getting to open anything you know decent would would have been nice but that was a really cool tour to be a part of and 
My Ticket Home is an amazing band. So that was cool. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Can you talk about the grind at the beginning? Like, I know you're with Fit for a King now and you guys are, are touring and doing well, not right now, but you guys yeah. tour and, you know, you're uh, relatively successful. Um, what was it like to go from grinding, grinding, grinding to, uh, you know, bigger tours, bus tours, things like that? It was interesting. I mean, we've always been a slow grow band, so we're not really like one of those overnight successes that um, goes zero to 60. So it's been really nice for us to get like every little taste, whether it be, um, you know, finally getting in a bandwagon for the first time, because even on warp tours, we went in our van. We never went in a bus or a bandwagon. Um, And then when it, you know, finally came time for us to be able to headline and afford a bandwagon. We felt really special about it and it helped a lot because there was a lot of those tours where you're getting paid a hundred, hundred and fifty dollars a night, which, you know, I joined the band after they did a majority of the grind, but you know, we felt like apart from each other, we had all been working for a really long time where I'm a year older than everyone else in the band. And they were just like, well, you may not have been with us, but, you know, you've been doing this just as hard and just as long because I've been selling tickets, playing shows since I was 14 years old. I mean, there's just so much time, money and effort you put into it. But as Fit grew, you know, I think we've been able to like have a positive perspective on every little bit that we earn because we're not spenders. Um, You know, we've never touring is a job and I love it very much. It's the best job in the whole universe and I never want to do anything else. But if you start thinking of it as a party and a vacation and fun, then you kind of lose perspective on how your home life is going to be. And, you know, we all want to be able to remain comfortable and, you know, be able to survive times like these. So, you know, I'm glad that we, you know, took it inch by inch, you know, rather than mile by mile, let's say. Yeah, absolutely. And so you guys just put out a new EP, Annihilation. Can you talk about the reception to that and what people are saying about that and what your thoughts and feelings are about putting out a new EP? Well, Annihilation is actually just a single off of our new album, um, and it's called The Path. The Path comes out this Friday. It's our latest full length, so we're actually giving a whole shebang. I don't know why Spotify labeled it as such on there and i know what you're talking about um yeah but yeah we've put out three singles they're called breaking the mirror um actually fuck we put out four breaking the mirror god of fire locked in my head and now annihilation i'm stoked on how people like annihilation because after the first three singles they were uh wondering if we were going soft because breaking the mirror is more like the price of agony it's kind of like that more kill switchy Locked mm-hmm. in my head is definitely, um, it's like if Sayosin made a Fit for a King song. And then God of Fire is heavy, but it's got some electronic bits, so people were concerned. And then when Annihilation came out, they're like, okay, they're still going to give us a heavy banger. And I'm happy with how it's been so far. I guess the album leaked, so I'm, I'll go read some reviews or some shit. But after we played that Twitch stream last week, a lot of the haters and Reddit and whatnot were like, oh, after they heard, you know, some of the heavier songs are like, OK, we'll be fine. This will be a good album. So we're stoked. Yeah, it's, yeah. 
going to be another fit for a king banger for sure. So uh, did you guys write this album during like COVID time? Like when when yeah. were you guys in production for this? Yeah, we did this uh, last January. So, okay. you know, we've had it done for quite some time and been holding on to it. And, you know, originally we were, you know, finished. We were going to do this whole world tour and then release the album on a Parkway Drive tour, which would have been really nice. Oh, dude. And then, oh my God. you know, all this time comes, the pandemic thing happens, and we were like, well, do we not put it out? What do we do? And we pushed it off a little bit, but we decided to still release. And I'm really glad that we did because there's not a lot of competition right now. Most people mm-hmm. decided to hold off and keep it until um, touring is announced and whatever. But then when that happens, it's going to be a shit show, and you're going to have a million fucking records all coming out at the same time while everyone's fighting for tour, and it's not going to be a good idea. Exactly. So we're happy with it, you know. Hell yeah, that's awesome, man. I'm super stoked for you guys, and, you know, hopefully that Parkway tour can happen eventually. Yeah. Uh, it would be really sick to see that. It's supposed to uh, next mean, summer, but we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Yeah. So let's switch gears, talk about Featured X, um, this new platform that you guys have hey. launched and brought about. And I'm super, super interested in it, not only as somebody that is on the platform as an artist, but somebody that wants to work with other artists uh, I mean, you guys have like Tom Barber, uh, Rory from Dayseeker. You've got Kellen Quinn, Matt from Slaves. You know, you, there's all these amazing artists. And now you guys have like other musicians coming on, guitar players. So let's talk a little bit about Featured X and why you wanted to create that. Well, um, one, you know, the start of if, before I get off topic, I'm going to say one thing. Now that you say that you also want to be able to collaborate with other people. One, I'll always connect you with people, but also we're making an update that you'll very much enjoy where it'll make it much easier for everyone who's on the site already. Um, but the reason why we made Featured X was one morning, my one of my dearest friends, one of my best friends in the whole universe, Jeff Menig, I've known him for more than just longer than just about anybody. He um, so we were working on a project for a band that we helped manage called Left to Suffer. And he proposed the idea of, man, what if there was just this one place to go to contact people for features? You know, no managers, no labels, you know, unless the manager is running their profile. But for the most part, it's just direct to the artist. And I was like, dude, that's probably the best idea that you've ever had. Um, Hold on. Like, let's think about this for a second and talk about it. Started getting an idea and I called Kirby who Kirby is the singer in my band Fit for a King, our band Fit for a King. And I explained it to him and he was like, yeah, I would do it if you make this. So I started calling Tom and Telly and Levi and all these people and explaining it to them and seeing if they'd give it a shot. And then, you know, the original goal was 13 people. 13 ended up turning into 60 by the time that we had it (laughs) built and launched. And... I just wanted this place where well, the best example I can use is hip hop. People constantly <laughs> collaborate. They work on songs together. It branches communities. It branches fan bases and allows everyone to prosper and be bigger. And then like my band, Fit for a King, went and did a collaboration with We Came as Romans where we sang each other's songs. And if you look through the YouTube comments, you'll see there are still people who go, well, who's Ryan Kirby? Who's Dave Stevens? And if you're two big bands in the same scene and we still have fans who don't know who the other one is 
we're not doing a very good job at connecting. Mm -hmm. So hopefully this will allow people an easier way to one, collaborate. And then two, we all can't work. So we need to survive and stay afloat. And if someone can sing on two songs a month and pay their bills, goal met. So, you know, I wanted to make something fun that I knew people would use, that I would use myself and, you know, get away from oh, with with a lot of the social media platforms. Now we have to, you know, pay to connect, pay for exposure, all this kind of stuff. Now it's just right in front of your face. Like most of these kids probably don't think when they click on Kellen Quinn and they sent him that song like, oh, is Kellen really going to open this up and listen to it? He sure did. He 100 percent did. And it was awesome. We had a great time. And like we just I don't know, I want to bring everyone closer and make the best music possible. And, you know, everyone likes to No, I shouldn't say everyone. A lot of people like to do features. It just hasn't been easy to get in touch with somebody because you wait in someone's DMs for five fucking years and hope that it works out. So I've been really lucky that I have some really nice friends that took a chance on us and helped us to build something that's pretty cool. And we've got a lot of really big plans for the future. And I want it to be um, just a really helpful, organizational, useful tool for musicians of any type. And, you know, whether you play the flute or you scream, I don't care. I just want to keep everyone, you know, kind of together in a helpful community. So take me through the process. Like, say I wanted to hire somebody to be on one of my songs uh, as a feature. How do I use the platform? So the way that it works is say that we want to get singer extraordinaire Rory from Dayseeker on Kay's new song. So what you would do is you just go to the site, FeatureDex.com, click on Rory's profile. You'll end up sending him your song, your social media links, possibly lyrics or a description of the song if you'd like, and it'll send right to his profile. Rory will log into his profile, listen to the song, look at your social media links, think about it, maybe send you a message back and say, well, let's talk about this some more. Or maybe he'll just be like, yeah, this is great. I want to do this. Rory then hits accept. Upon hitting accept, the, uh, there's an invoice that is sent to the requesting person. They pay through PayPal. Rory gets that. He has two to four weeks to sing and send the files back. All communication and file sharing is through the site. And then it's all done. We mark completed and it's finished. Wow. I love how easy it is. You know, it's so simple. simple. Yeah. Super simple. Yeah. My, our web designer, Adam is just a genius and has worked so hard to make it really user friendly and people wouldn't think it's that simple, but it, it really is. And it's been great. And I loved the example you said about hip hop collaborating. And I think that more people in our scene should be doing that. I mean, for example, I put out a EP during the pandemic called Pandemic, and it's about the pandemic. And we had six songs, seven features. And I was like, I just want to make this a huge collab, like a giant collab EP, because why not? You know, it's it's a great way to build other artists up, like up and coming artists and bigger artists can help us build up and I think it's great that you're bringing our community closer together. We've had a lot of uh, a lot of scandals, a lot of shit going on in our scene recently, and 
I think Indeed. that our community needs to come back together. And I think it's things like this that are going to bring it back together. I hope so. And, you know, it's a difficult time for everyone, I think, when everyone's mental health has been um, kind of put through the ringer and no one has a clear, you know, foresight of what the future is going to look like. It becomes really difficult and things can get um, really tense and convoluted quickly. So, you know, I think the most important thing to focus on and like what you did with your music, the reality is if you collab with someone, they're not expecting when they go to the Fit for a King show that Dave is going to be there. But -hmm. they may have heard of Fit for a King because of that collab. Now, they don't expect Rio from Crystal Lake to be there but they might have heard of that Fit for a King song because of Rio from Crystal Lake. And then someone might go see a Crystal Lake show because they heard Rio on the Fit for a King song, but they don't expect Ryan Kirby to be there. There's not that expectation. So why not collab and branch together these awesome fan bases of people who you all know like the same stuff? It just seems like a no-brainer. And a lot of people you know, either say that they like to only sing on their friends' music, which I 100% respect, and I think that's cool. My only concern is right now at a time when we can't make any money, your job is being a singer. So just if you would like to try to make money being a singer or a guitar player or a bassist, whatever, rapper, anything, we can make that happen. And that's just something that the community needs why not have a simple marketplace we have these other simple marketplaces for showing each other you know what clothes we're wearing and whatnot but that's not really that useful yeah yeah absolutely and so if say i'm an artist obviously i'm on the site but like say a a new artist wants to become a part of featured x what what do they need to do all you gotta do is sign up just go to the (laughs) website featuredx.com Click to the right. You're going to see that there's a little spot there. It says sign up. Go ahead and sign up. I look at all of the applications. I accept some as they come in. But this this past week, I got the most, the be- how do I phrase this? Like just the largest amount of really good applications since launching. So it was really cool because it's nice because I'm discovering new music and mm-hmm. Speaking of which, I'm going to give this one because I have um, my assistant A&R, Tasha. She's awesome and helps me to manage this influx. And there was one band that I heard today. They're called Loveless. If you go to Spotify and you listen to Loveless, it's a picture of two lovely gentlemen. It's great. His voice is so good. And that's why I just like hearing new stuff and it's really fun. And I don't care if you have... 100,000 monthly listeners, or if you have 5,000 monthly listeners. I think if you're great, then that's what's most important. If you have like 40 monthly listeners on Spotify, you're probably not going to be on the website yet. Yet. Because eventually, we have some other grand plans on how to make this the most inclusive, helpful format for everyone. Um, So, we'll see. I love it, and thank you. Thank you for creating it. You know, oh, I think of it's it's gonna help a lot of artists out there get their their name out and and like like we've been talking about collaborate with other artists that they they love and they know. Um, so let's switch gears. Let's talk about your podcast. Uh, why did you want to create a podcast? 
Well, I had been discussing it and thinking about it for a while. Originally, I was going to do a show called Fit for a Podcast and base it around, like, <laughs> Fit for a King and touring. And then touring ended, and I was like, well, I'm home. I might as well do it. And I, I decided to go with Get Tucked because I wanted to be a little more loose and be able to really be myself. And with the expectation of the band, some people probably wouldn't want me to cuss and all that shit. Um, so I started get tucked and it's been really fun. It was a nice way for me to connect with friends and to just kind of maintain my mental health, um, throughout a majority of the pandemic. Um, it, you know, I think that there's a lot of really great shows out there and I want to always talk to people about music and what gets them to want to make it. But I also want to showcase people's raw personalities where, I think on the show you can kind of really hear how loose someone is or not because I'm not just, you know, hi, so let's go back and tell me um, <laughs> what year did you start the band? Like, I don't give a shit about any of that. Like, Nobody you know, does. yeah, well, I don't I don't want to go there. But like, yeah. you know, I do want to know who do you like? Who do you don't like? You know, what makes you get up in the morning? What do you mm -hmm. like to do with your life? And through talking about those things you get to the music you always yeah. get to what the songs are about you always because they're about life experience so it's been a really fun um kind of new challenge for me to put myself in a new format and talk to some some of these people are total strangers you know when i talked to rory and interviewed him it was the first time i ever talked to him but I still try to remain myself and be loose and goofy and see how it goes and it works out. Um, so anyone listening, get tucked the podcast, go listen to it. It's probably the most vulgar metalcore podcast on the market. Um, yeah, lots of fuck yous. Um, but that's the whole premise. I guess. I love it. You know, it's it's metalcore as fuck. You know, you it really is. Throw those fuck yous out there. Yeah. Sometimes <laughs> I interview like softer people, like people from softer bands, or I'll put, um, you know, a softer song in my mid roll mosh occasionally. But also for people listening, I like to play unsigned bands on my show. So send them to gettuckthepodcast at gmail.com and I'll listen to it. And if it's good, I'll put it on my show. If it's bad, I won't. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, hey, it makes sense. <laughs> yeah, we keep it raw on the show. It's pretty fun. I don't know. You know, I, I guess most people that know Fit for a King, like, you know, we don't cuss in our songs. We're pretty, like, tame, except for in the live show is, you know, adventurous and fun. But for the most part, they don't think that I'm this, like, screaming angry pot smoking weirdo that just wants to yell at everybody all the time um and that's why i do it on my show because it's more fun that way and it's been yeah people seem to enjoy it i guess i don't know <laughs> i think so i think people are really digging it you know yeah. i i obviously see you posting about it on facebook and you know everybody's interacting with it and i think it's it's awesome that there is something like that in in the community and on podcasting platforms for people. Um, what are some of your favorite guests that you've had on the show? Um, Steve from Chelsea grin is one of my favorite people. I really love that episode. Um, today's episode that I just recorded with, um, Travis Tebron of, he used to sing in varials. Um, mm -hmm. this might be one of the first interviews he's done since he left the band. 
So I'm really excited wow. for everyone to hear that. Um, my interview with Rio from Crystal Lake was great because it's emotional and it's my first one that's not with um, bands. I guess, you know what? Most fun one, my interview with Courtney from Spirit Box. Oh, my God. What a queen. Oh, she's oh. the best. And she's hilarious. She's, she's so, so funny. funny. And we had such a good Even her, her live vocal playthroughs, yeah. she's like, time for some screaming. Here we go. And some singing. All right. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> it's so cute. And she's so funny. And Mike, her husband, is so nice, too. And, like, that band is the shit. They work so hard. Yeah. I'm so glad it's taking off. And yeah. she just does it right. Like, she's just so yeah. fucking good. And people had to notice. It's Yep. They, they deserve everything, man. Honestly. Yeah. Great songwriting. Great, great talent. Yep. Great band. So, And it's such a variety. You know, they've got Blessed Be and then they've got Holy Roller. You know, they've got this, like, variety of, like, softer and then, like, super freaking aggressive. That's why the record is just going to be the best like yeah it's gonna be the 100%. perfect mix of everything that you want and they're smart they know what people want from them and then they also know mm -hmm. the avenues in which they want to challenge it because they could tour with evanescence or they could tour with slipknot like yeah they could do anything and absolutely mo hopefully they'll tour with fit for a king um and if they don't then fuck you guys um but <laughs> <laughs> you know I, you'll probably see us together i don't know more than I likely. Believe it. it was so yeah. what's uh what's for the future for you? What do you see in the next five, ten years in your career? Well, once Feature Dex completes its plan and I am the non shitty, non robot Mark Zuckerberg of music. <laughs> um, pinky rings looking like DJ Khaled. Um yes. probably some form of yacht. Uh, I don't know. You, you know, sound like my manager. He's like, we need a jet plane. Come on. We need a jet plane. You know, honestly, hopeful <laughs> goals. I want Featured X to take off and do really well. And I think that with the layout that we have for our next year, I think it's going to become a tool that any musician on the planet can or will want to use. It's not going mm -hmm. to be this exclusionary platform. I know that some people look at it and they say it's popularity contest. Yes, currently it is. You're not wrong. Yeah. But trust me, just give me some time and you'll get it. It'll all be out there. And, you know, my team has put together a really brilliant idea. Jeff had a really, you know, what some have said is a genius idea. I think it's remarkable. And I'm really excited that I get to work on the platform. Um, you know, my main thing was just being, uh, getting lucky, being able to connect with the artists that I already know. And luckily, I've also met a lot of really great people through it. So long story short, I want Featured X to take off and I want to be rich. Rich? So <laughs> after that, which the other cool thing, which I can say this on here too, as of this coming Friday, we're no longer taking the percentage out of the fee. Wow. We are, yeah, so you'll retain the entire feature rate. We're just adding on a, a $20 service fee. So the person oh, nice. who's paying for you will just pay an extra 20 bucks. You get to have your whole thing. We get to our, our little thing, and everybody's happy. So That's awesome, man. Well, you know, being a musician, like, I'm not really trying to, like, I don't want to, like, make money off of my friends. Um, mm. I want to make something that helps my friends make money and then, by us having this platform and having this ad space, having this place that can grow, 
you know, we'll be okay without that. We don't need it. Um, so that's something that we've decided and I'm really excited to implement. So that will start this Friday. Um, I hope Fit for a King continues to grow and becomes the biggest metal band on the planet. I'm really excited about our new record, The Path, that comes out this Friday. Um, please go buy it, pre-order it, listen to it, stream it, whatever. But it's easily my favorite. Um, I've always had records where there was like emotional moments here and there for me. Um, I'd say Death Grip was pretty cohesive for me. But this one just feels perfect and I can listen to it over and over again and I don't hear things that I want to change. I'm just happy mm. about it. Um, <clears throat> those are really my, my main objectives and I'm going to take the Get Tucked podcast and turn it into you know a video show. I don't know if I'm going to do the whole Twitch thing. I'm exploring some options, but um, that's going to start being on YouTube and everything so people can just watch us smoke bowls and act like idiots um and uh you know keep the show nice and fun for everybody out there i just want to be able to take it a little bit further and luckily i just teamed up with um sound talent which is a new podcasting network who is put on by sound talent um agency and they book bands like mine or motionless and white um so it's a really cool new adventure for us i just said um a few times it bothers me i'll edit it out that's nah, okay don't fuck worry. it um okay fuck it we'll keep the ums don't smoke pot kids um or do or do <laughs> just say the ums and be okay with it exactly but yeah it's been so. it's been busy it's been a busy good i think honestly i've worked more during the pandemic than i think i've worked in the last six years I think that I am in the same boat as you. I think, honestly, freelancers and people that come up with these ideas, like yourself, have been thriving during this time. And I, I mean, I know a lot of people out there are struggling right now, but honestly, I think freelancers adapted the fastest because we, we were already, you know, most of us were already working from home or like we, we already had the advantage. And so I think that, you know, personally, I've been thriving. It sounds like you've been doing pretty well as well. So, I mean, congratulations on everything that you're doing. Congratulations on the new record, on Featured X, on the podcast. Like, I love seeing you grow as, as an artist, as an, as an entrepreneur as well. You know, I, I always love seeing people that I know grow in that manner. So my last question for you is, what is something you know now that you wish you knew when you started? That it would all work out. <laughs> it sounds simple, but... You know, I look back on my youth where even when I was in um, middle school and high school, I started booking concerts in my schools. And I'd do it through the SAD program, Students Against Destructive Decisions, because I was a little straight edge kid. And I always had this idea of what I wanted. And I, you know, I could never really focus on school. And I, you know, I couldn't really focus on the things that people deemed important. But what I wanted and what I liked, I worked very hard at. And luckily, I had parents who pushed that. They didn't put the pressure on me to be a straight A genius. They just wanted me to get through because they knew it would fit, it would just work out. They were like, you care enough. You have the talent, you work hard, 
you can get there. So with that, with knowing that it can work out for any of you that are listening, the most important factor with that is your work ethic. If it truly is the most important thing to you, if you say, I will live and die by this sword, I want to be a musician, this is all I want, this is all I need. You have to truly sacrifice everything, everyone, every moment, just to be able to try. You know, whether when I first got a call to join Fit for a King, I was training at a restaurant on the third day of my training. Things really weren't going well for me. Fit finally called after talking to me via text for like three or four months and said, all right, how soon can you get here? And I said, how soon do you want me? And they said, is four days okay? I took my car off the road. I moved out of my apartment, took everything to my parents, and I flew to Texas to meet a bunch of guys I'd never met before. You have to be willing to sacrifice and give everything of yourself in order for it to work out. And then if you do that, you, the, the chances are higher. But do you think Elon Musk gets to be Elon Musk by sitting on his ass? No. Absolutely it's, not. It's ultimate sacrifice. And everything else will work out. Like, I have a great fiancé. I have a lovely apartment. I have a good life. I have a very happy life. And, you know, I would love to be able to work more. But all in all, I'm still a very satisfied person. Um, but it, it took years of dissatisfaction because I always wanted more. And that's okay. Yeah. you got to be a little greedy. Yeah. So. Amazing, man. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, Thank you course. for coming on Project Freelance and sharing your insight, your stories, and a little bit about what you do. Oh, no problem. It was fun. Thanks for asking and letting me share. Um, so everyone out there, I hope you like FeaturedX.com. Go work with Kay or any of the other amazing vocalists that we offer. We have over 200 vocalists and like 30-something guitar players so far with a bunch of new add-ons coming this Friday. All right, guys, that was my guy, Tuck O'Leary from Fit for a King. Thank you, Tuck, for coming on the podcast. I wish we could have done this in person, but the pandemic, you know, you know how it is. But I hope to see you out on the road one day. I hope that Chasing Satellites or Matriarchs can play with Fit for a King someday. Super looking forward to it. Thank you guys for allowing me to do guest vocals on stage from time to time. I truly appreciate that. I've had a blast getting to know you guys over the years, and I wish you all the best of luck. Go check out Fit for a King's new record. It is out right now. I'll put links down in the description for it. Go check out Featured X. Go check out the Get Tucked podcast. And I will talk to you guys next week on Project Freelance. If you enjoyed this episode, please do me a favor and leave a rating and feedback. If you do those things, take a screenshot of your rating and feedback and send it to Project Freelance on Instagram. And I will actually send you a signed photo print that I have taken as my way of thanking you for leaving feedback because it helps the podcast grow. It helps other people find us. And I'm sure you read some of the ratings before you jumped into this podcast. So thank you guys. I'll talk to you next Monday at 7 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, just in time for your morning commute. My name is Kay Anagonio, and I am your host here on Project Freelance. Stay strong, keep enduring, go out, and go create something.